I think that they offer two things. One, they offer perspective and sometimes they offer motivation. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Welcome to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. My name is Crystal and I'm joined here with Wendy. Hi. We are the Serendipitous Rebel Duo and we're here this week to talk about runways and not to be confused with your airplane runway because that's not a quite where we're going with this, but one way, <laughs> even though I've got the travel bug on my mind and I was looking at plane tickets to go see Wendy. So I will be on a runway in a few short weeks, but Wendy runways, what are they? First? I love the visual of an actual runway. We'll t- I'll just put that out there, mm-hmm. but a runway is really how much distance actually distance of resources and resources could be time money, emotion, but how much distance do you have where you have to make a hard decision? And the hard decision could be, I'm able to continue on as is. I need to pull the plug on this or I need to take it to another level. I need to scale. We talk about runways a lot, don't we? So we we talk about it a lot in our business and we talk a lot about it with our clients. Yes. I think that they offer two things. One, they offer perspective and sometimes they offer motivation. Yes. Oh, I, yes, yes. Perspective in a sense. Actually, I would add a third that is along the perspective lines, but sometimes this also takes out the emotion. Yes. It it takes out the, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I'm going to do this. You know, no matter what, I have to succeed. Those are powerful, yet sometimes painful words for an entrepreneur either to say or to hear. And it's one of the first questions we tend to ask our private clients, what is your runway? Because I think it puts it into perspective and puts it into just in black and white, plain and simple. How many months do you have left of operating expenses before you either need to one, shut down or two, give a massive cash injection for you to keep going the way that you are going? Mm -hmm. Surprise, not surprise. Most people don't immediately know theirs. And I don't think that's very surprising because I think a lot of us tend to shy away from our finances and our bookkeeping often, present included. But you can't. But you can't. It's one of the things that... I think we do fairly well at, though we probably do for a meeting with our bookkeeper now that we're talking about it. But I think that you have to have those regular touch points to really know, oh shit, this is how long you have before you're out of money. And what do you need to do in the meantime? I'll just add that it's also sometimes I'm running out of time 
or, you know, I can't throw more money. There, there's a couple variations of, of, of this that I think people definitely want to think about is that you can, oh, you can extend your runway by throwing money at it or by throwing time, but for how long? And that's such a personal question because we can't answer that. You know, clients will say, you know, what should I do? We can't totally answer that for you. I think that's why it's really important to drill down into what's your purpose? What is it that you're trying to do here? It's not even so much how much do you believe in this? Because I think that's kind of a bullshit cop out, but how validated is this? How much are you actually looking at the business side of your business and really putting on that CEO hat? And really looking at this from a very objective business standpoint, because we can be passionate about food all the live long day, but if we're going to open up a restaurant, we got to know our runway and know those numbers or it's going to be an absolute shit show. Yes. And maybe giving an example would be good. And I think we can use ourselves as an example that when we look at our reasons, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, Crystal, but I will. when we look at our reasons for serendipitous rebel and we look at our purpose and the vision, the mission, all of that stuff, the underpinning of this is the flexibility to be there for our families. Mm-hmm. That is such a critical piece. We have pulled the plug on things because we realize it does not fit with that core purpose that our families come first. Mm-hmm. If you were to say to me, hey, we need to do this, we need to da 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 and or we had a coach who said, you know, you have to finish this by a certain date or you have to finish this a certain way or whatever the variables are, that would stop me in my tracks to say, yeah, I'm just not sure that's right for us right now. The beauty of being an entrepreneur is we make the rules. <laughs> we make, we are responsible for making the rules, which I have to say, I really enjoy. I could throw that out there. That's what I hope everyone is able to do. The other thing that popped into my head is that if you make a choice at the end of the runway, whatever the choice is, whether it is, hey, you know, I can continue for another X amount of time, or, you know, I really can't do this right now, or I want to scale it, whatever it is, your choices are not in any way a failure or a negative reflection. Because one of the things I think we see and hear so much is this internal stubbornness that says, I don't want to fail. This is not about failing. This ultimately is about making the best choices that fit your personal situation, your purpose, your commitments of time and resources. Do you continue to throw time, money, and emotion at something where it potentially could pivot something else that would be more? (laughs) I think it's such an important element to realize and to come at your runway with curiosity, mm-hmm. with an open mind, and with a desire to do what's best. When you were saying that, I thought about just the idea of sunk cost fallacy, which is mm-hmm. 
just this idea that we tend to continue with something that we've invested money, effort, or time into, even if the current costs outweigh the benefits. It's a definition from Asana. So much of why we ask our coaching clients, what's your runway, is because sometimes we want clients to take a hard look at Mm -hmm. this is what you have left. Sometimes... I feel, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Sometimes I feel like it's our job to maybe shine a light on the fact that, Hey, you need to pivot out of this, or you're going to run out of money. And we do not recommend that you invest more into it or, Hey, we need to take a look at this so we can make some pivoting and some changes to extend this runway. Now it's that hard talk that you have to have with people or that we have to have with ourselves. Sometimes I know we've had a head of it in past businesses or I've had to have it. And I had it with you when I was ready to close my travel business of, Mm -hmm. Hey, I think it's time to get out of this. I don't have much of a runway. I could keep investing time and money into this, but again, to what end? And it does come down to that. I don't want to fail. That's not a failure. That's a, you learned a valuable lesson and you're making a good business decision. Sometimes it's being a good business owner to realize, Hey, I've reached the end of my runway and it's time to close down. Or possibly not even that severe, but definitely I need to pivot to something else or yeah. try something. Yeah, that I think exactly. So you did not in any way put words in my mouth, by the way. Good. What I love about it, when we look at our runway with our bookkeeper, it invigorates us to really, I, I feel like we come out of our financial meetings kind of inspired by oh, yeah. what can we do or what can't we, what shouldn't we do? Or like really excited because we have more of a runway than we thought we could. And we have maybe a bigger budget for ad spend coming up than what we originally thought, or I'm the marketer. So I get excited about that, but just kind of to see the potential. And we're not talking about making up convoluted numbers. We're talking about setting realistic projections and expectations in your, in your runway. But I feel mm-hmm excited when we do that with our bookkeeper and we look at, okay, if we do this, then we do this. If we don't make that goal, then we need to make some changes here, here, and here. There's a lot of security in that for me to know that we have options. Yes. Yes. I agree completely. And also, you know, I leave those meetings with really a hyped up sense of excitement that I've been in monthly, you know, accounting meetings where I wanted to rip my hair out. What we do, or I just tune out, which is equally as not good. But what we do is we look at just cash flow. We see, and then the question will usually come up, hey, is there anything you can think of to inject some cash flow? It's not necessarily going ahead with something new, but it generates so many ideas. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And we are due for one. We are due for one. Um, we get off podcast. We really should set one up. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, Suzette? We're coming. Fine. Yes. So if somebody wanted to set up, like, I have no idea where to start. Like, okay, where would you tell somebody to start in calculating their runway? Well, I would definitely be able to have a good, healthy, accurate list of expenses. You must have your expenses. You must know, and it's not, oh, I forgot about this or, oh, you know, it's really, you need to know 
what your expenses are really to the penny. Because as we have found out every like, oh, $10 a month extra. Oh, it's just this. It's just that. Oh my gosh. It quickly adds up. So know what your expenses are. And don't forget if you have annual expenses, have a good spreadsheet, a good healthy spreadsheet that allows you to track all of your expenses. And then from there, you ha- need to know how much how much you're bringing in, mm-hmm. how much revenue do you bring in? And then you take your revenue and you subtract your expenses and you get your bottom line. And if you're an entrepreneur and if it doesn't put you in the positive, so if you're in the negative, where are you going to get that income? And you need to think, you know, to supplement your income because businesses are meant to to at least break even yeah. with ideally, unless you're a nonprofit, you, you know, you want to make, you want to make a profit. You are not the red cross. You need to know how much of you supplementing you need to do and how long can you do that? And you yeah. have to be really realistic. You have to be super realistic. There's no question when you start, there's an ideation period. I can't say oh, the ideation period should be no more than six months, one year, five years, whatever. It really depends on the individual situation. But you need in your mind to know that you're going to hit your runway at a certain time. And what do you, and then it is, what are you going to do? And I have to say that sometimes when we do calls like runway calls, they're actually really, they can be really exciting when people come to the table with an open mind. Well, in in a lot of cases, it's even to pivot. It's even, well, what else can I do? And this we learned this summer. I would add a column when you do your monthly, you know, you have your expenses by month. I would almost add a column that says life. And when it, and if you have kids you're going to mark off June, July, and August. And you have to realize that, as we did, that launching a program or launching something in the middle of the summer, when, you know, whether you have young kids or older kids, your responsibility shift. And so your time comes out and your energy comes out. I think there's also a life tracking in there that I think is so important. And also when you look at what your overall, what is your vision and mission for this business? I mean, one of the things that we have is we don't want to work. I think initially it was August, Mm -hmm. August and December. Yeah, I think that was right. I think it's, it's expanded a little bit. It doesn't mean that it has, it's now more like July, August, <laughs> and December. Why? Because we have other commitments and we need some flexibility. It doesn't mean life shuts down or the business shuts down. It just means that on our runway, we have to look at things a little bit differently and it all fits in. Sorry, I think I've gone on and on a little too much, but oh, um, I think this- it goes back to the realistic expectations about how much time can you commit to your business to bring in income. To extend, yeah. I know a lot of people who are like, well, if I could just make $5,000 this month, I could extend the runway. Well, that's great. But how are you going to do that? What are you going to do? Again, it's just a matter of putting together all those pieces because your business is a numbers game. Yup. 
So would love to know, what would we love to know from our listeners? Do you have a runway? We don't need to know what the runway is. Just do you have a runway? And do you know it? Yes. So your plane does not crash and burn. Oh my Lord. That's a little (laughs) visual. Visual. Oh my. On that note. (laughs) We will see you next time here on Purposeful Podcasting. Uh, Hit us up on socials. Let us know. Do you have your runway? And until next time, bye. See you later. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.